0: Welcome to the start of Season 3 of the Outside and Active podcast. I'm your host, Matt Coyne, and this season we have even more great guests to be inspired by to help you lead a healthy and active outdoors lifestyle, including Mario Rigby, Ben Fogel, and today's guest, Julia Bradbury. We talk about everything from bribing our children with sweets to go on a walk, to the camping and caravanning club, of which she is the first female president, as well as cancer and the importance of spending time outdoors every single day. Before we begin, we
1: wanted to share a quick word from our friends at Pelletec, the blister prevention company. I'm Peter, I'm representing Pelletec blister prevention pads, pads that have been on the market since June 2019. Uh, The pad sticks on the inside of footwear and doesn't go on the skin, we prevent rather than treat blisters. Pelotec pad goes on the inside of footwear, it has a sandwich construction which has a gel core. When your foot warms the gel core up, that starts to move inside the pad and that will take away the friction which causes blisters. You can stick the pad anywhere on the inside of your footwear, the heel, the instep. You think it's conformable enough to go into the toe area and will take will work with your skin to reduce the friction which causes blisters. And the pad will also wick away moisture, reducing the risk of infection if you do get a blister. The pad is for everybody, men, women, uh, children, people doing D of E, scouts, walkers, hikers, runners, ladies who wear high heels, dancers. We tell a lot to the military. So a very multi-purpose usage. Uh, We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the normal social media platforms. Our website is www.pelitech.com dot you um, you can also find us on amazon and other well-known marketplaces we also have an awesome competition from
0: our friends at mounts where you could win a mount slumber sack worth 130 pounds mounts specialize in outdoor camping and adventure needs for babies toddlers and children get the gear you need to grow your child from a mount into a mountain to enter the competition, head over to our website before Friday the 13th of May at outsideinactive.com forward slash mounts, that's M-O-U-N-T-S hyphen comp, Now, enjoy the episode with Julia Bradbury. So we're here at the National Outdoor Expo. My name is Matt Coyne and I have uh, Julia
2: Bradbury here with me. Hello, Matt Matt Coyne. Matt Coyne. Oh, I love Why, it. Matt oh Money. No.
0: Why, oh no, don't say that. The bosses will want more. Um, <laughs> um, how are you doing?
2: I'm all right, thanks. Yeah, Good. it's brilliant to be here at the show. And uh, it's lovely to see so many enthusiastic people in the halls. Um, I mean, I, I opened the show this morning and I cut the ribbon and people streamed past and they're running and I'm like where are you running to? It's like, it's the morning and it, the, the halls are empty. It was like, it was like some sort of super sale was going on. But that's good. That's the thing about outdoorsy people. They're very, very enthusiastic yeah. and that's what we love.
0: And the just, I don't know, the, the scope of being able to see, try, touch, feel and do so many different things, right?
2: And the fact that we haven't been able to do it for a number of years. Yeah. I mean, obviously lockdown has been tough on everybody for all sorts of reasons and we do know that people have connected more than ever with the outdoors yeah. and people are listening to their bird song and they're enjoying camping more and they're loving their local woodlands and walks but we haven't been able to do this for a long while so there's a lot of pent-up frustration
0: and opportunity for discovery yeah i guess to find new trails new places new things to do
2: i've noticed there's a lot of stuff i've done a couple of outdoor shows now and i've noticed there's a lot more stuff on water Oh, really? Just saying, you know, lots yep. of the paddleboarding thing has really taken up. Stand up paddleboarding has yep. taken up kayaking and canoeing. And if you're in the outdoor world, you like me, we've been doing it for a long, long time. But it's becoming, I think, much yeah. more mainstream for families. And I've seen lots of oh, kids definitely. really taking it up, which is brilliant. That's what we want. We want young people. Yeah because I was taken walking when I was a little girl by my dad in the peak district. And although it hasn't been, it's not something that I've done forever. It has stayed with me. You know, I had patches in my life where I did different things and I went to live in LA at one point for my job. So life took over in different ways, but that constant of nature and having a connection, the outdoors has really stayed with me and is more important than ever now in my adult life. Of
0: course, and I guess it became natural. Then it's not like a chore. So if you were doing that naturally with you as a child, um, it's just sort of stuck with you then through throughout life.
2: Yeah, and when when I get lots of mums and dads coming up to me saying, "How do you how do you bribe your kids to yeah. go outside?" And what do you, and I'm lucky actually. I've got twin girls who are seven and a little boy who's ten. Yeah, and. All of them love being outside. One of them, one of the twin girls, takes a little bit more persuasion. Yeah. But as soon as she's outside, she goes, "Oh, I'm really, I like this, mummy." She she wants. It's just about that that little trip is, to get them out the door. Is sometimes. there like
0: something in your pocket? A little sweet? Is there? Do you like know a what? Biscuit? I
2: try not to do that, yeah. um, and I haven't really needed to, to do that. I try and try and keep sweets out of the bribing equation. Yeah. And just to give you a little tip about how well I've um, brainwashed them um the the blossoms are coming out at the moment and i live in in central london in, in west london we've got some lovely parks people think that i might live in the countryside and be you know but I, for various personal reasons yes. i can't but i do get outside to one of my parks every single day and we've got access to um gardens and like communal garden and all the rest of it and this week this these words came out of my son's son's mouth mummy the blossoms make me feel happy And I was like, I mean, like, there's a mic drop if there ever was one. My job here is almost done. I just need to continue that. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, we sat outside, and one of the little girls, the one who doesn't like coming out, she actually came outside. And we sat up a tree and we chatted for like 35 minutes, just chatting away. And it is just about getting them used to it and making it a part of our lives. Yeah. You
0: know, we chatted to Ben yesterday, Ben Fogel, and he, like, there was this big question of, like, we make it a thing to get outside. Mm. And it's like that should be the normal part and actually the playing inside bit should be the bit that that's not normal. You know, we're doing that with work or school or whatever your thing is.
2: Well, if you look at how we've evolved over, uh, you know, over thousands and thousands of years as human beings, all of this stuff that we're in now, this light constantly, blue light, having supercomputers in our pocket that we don't seem to be able to get off. All of this is so new. I mean, new in our lifetimes. I'm not saying it's our great, great grandparents new. It's new for, for me, yeah. well, you no, know, we yeah, didn't yeah. grow up like this. And I think it's very easy because it's all happened so quickly. It's very easy to lose sight of how important it is that we need to keep our natural body systems working properly and our natural body systems work with daylight mm-hmm. Um, and they work with, you not know, with our, blue light. not with blue yeah. light. And we do need to move. Yeah. Um, and we do need, you know, to incorporate natural exercise like walking and movement into our everyday lives, yeah. because otherwise that's when we start to get ill and we start to yeah. feel run down the effects of it, yeah. by all of our stressful lives.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so maybe that's a good segue. You are president of the Camping and Caravanning Club. Yes, it's true. I mean, Your Royal Highness, I'm pleased,
2: Well, pleased yes, to thank have you. Bow, bow down, bow down. <laughs> so some For those of, just on audio,
0: I. there was definitely bowing. Um. So tell me a bit about that. Like, how, a how do you become that? But more so, why? Like, why is that so important to you?
2: So the Camping Caravanning Club is one of the oldest camping uh, clubs in the country. So it's got a real rich history in camping, and it was founded many, many years ago by some men. We won't mention the men' names at the moment. <laughs> we won't talk about Thomas and and his crew. But it was essentially, I mean, it, when it was founded more than a hundred years ago, it yeah. was a very the outdoor world was male dominated. I mean, I remember doing stories on Countryfile about ladies who had to go walking with their husbands because they're not. They were not allowed to go walking on their own. Women were not wow. allowed to walk. You know, it was frowned upon. It was it was a it was very much not the thing that that ladies could do. I mean, obviously there were breakaway women, yes. and we've got we've got lots of lovely heroines uh, and trailblazers that we can listen to. But um, when I started doing some work for the club, I was very aware of their history, yeah. and there were two things that really keyed with me they're very very passionate about the outdoors and they're also keen to encourage people who are not necessarily mad hardcore campers to come along for the ride because i think we all fit into we could all fit into two categories when it comes to the outdoor world I, i i always say you can be is put your hands up if you find the outdoors restorative Easy to, easy to say, um, a restorative <laughs> place, healing, um, calming, and a sort of a part of building up your health and maintaining your health or there are a lot of people who love it from an adventure point of view and it's adrenaline-inducing and you can challenge yourself and push yourself. Now, I, whenever ever I'm doing a talk, I say put your hands up, whichever one of those are, and put yeah. both hands up if you're both. And I fit into that category because I use it for both. I use the outdoors both as a place to restore myself and to do some sort of, if it's mindful meditation or just yeah. being outside for calming purposes – or if it's to push myself and challenge myself and camp in some weird place and you know new again, yeah find somewhere new and and test my own personal limits and that's what I enjoy about the outdoors and camping is a bit like that because you can either be a hardcore wild camper and really like you know like the sound of the rain bashing down and then you eat cold food and that's that's what you do you're there to survive it and there's a a level of adrenaline and and accomplishment that goes with that or maybe not you just like it because it's a break from your routine it puts you on your family together in a different environment or your friends yep. and you're getting to do stuff that you don't normally do in everyday life or even when you're on holiday in a hotel yeah and the camping caravanning club embraces all of that yeah so, I'm proud to be the first female president. Amazing. Scott of the Antarctic. Your thank you. Scott of the Antarctic is a former president, and um, Baden Powell, who yep. set up the, the Scouts, is another former president. So, pretty, you know, yeah, tough up. men, yeah, like... which is good. Yeah. And I'm proud to be the first female president because I hope I'm encompassing around a rounder view of what the outdoors is yeah. and you know I've just explained to me what it is and 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 we have exactly we share the same values and yeah. I mean I've been doing it for a long time now yeah. we're all friends they're you know they're part of my family and I'm sort of like the mother earth <laughs> for them all I'm old enough to be the mother earth now as well
0: <laughs> but I think that's what's also quite interesting of how maybe the shape of the club type stuff has changed from this kind of maybe it's a lot of people assume of like old people in their van that go but it's not like that anymore, no it? it's it's,
2: it's everyone it's i mean lo- you'll notice when you come to this show there are lots yes. of younger people yes. who are at the outdoor expo which is brilliant mm-hmm. and we, we're getting more and more younger members and bookings are up easter's coming up the first chance for people to get out and yeah. to uh, and to camp yeah. be under canvas or be under their motorhomes for uh, a long long time and our bookings are up by 35 percent or something mm-hmm. around that um and that's partly to do with this pent-up frustration yeah. that we were talking about earlier but also this growing appetite for camping and caravanning generally
0: amazing um okay so i want to come on to maybe a slightly more personal subject Go. from coming caravan club but breast cancer yeah people might be wondering why we're talking on about that on a getting outside and inspiring you to be active type conversation um but you mentioned something about reducing the worry whilst you wait for your results now i'm going through this exactly at the minute with my mother that we're waiting for uh and we're waiting you know we've got a, a few days before we find out what's next there's obviously a lot of weight uh, worry sorry but like how you've you're say been through that, going through that. Um
2: Yeah. Well first of all I wish you and your mum and the family crossed, very thankfully. best. And I know it's a very stressful time when you wait for the results. Uh, and all I can say is a word of advice is that happens a lot. So right. there will be many, many more times when you're waiting after this yeah. because it is an ongoing process. Um, there are lots of tests and the one, lots of things I've learned about breast cancer and I'm actually making a documentary about it. But the, the one thing is that all of our breast cancers are very, very different. Yeah. So if your mum was here in the room now, we'd sit down and we'd have a chat and we, I would ask her all sorts of things and it, and her answers will be very different to my answers yeah. i mean when you look on some of the breast cancer websites there are maybe 10 or 11 breast cancer breast cancer types or right. related diseases So that's how individual each of our journeys is. Um, So you you can't be, you know, people say, oh, the recovery is much better now and and, um, the results are much better now. It just depends what kind of breast cancer you have. But it does change your life forever. And it is something that obviously stays with you. And um, for me, I found out at the end of last summer and I've had a mastectomy. So I've lost my left breast um, and I've been through all of that and the reconstruction and uh, all of those things are uh, and future treatment all of that is ongoing Um, but I have found the outdoors to be just the most calming and peaceful place for me to be. And it really helps my, my thought process processes. It's been my, my therapist in a yeah. way. And it's a constant, even though the seasons change. Yeah. Um, nature is a constant. Um, yeah. I've got a few favorite trees that I go and have a little sure. chat with and, sort and of set up sit up against a, yeah, them. Yeah. have a little, have a little hustle and a rustle with, with them. them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and I have every, Every day since my um, since my operation, uh, I came home and in f- from day one, I was outside in my little garden doing my shoulder shrugs. You have these exercises that you have yep. to do, and I have been outside every single day since that um, when, when since that this? moment. So that was uh, October. Oh really? So I, yeah, my so op- something outside. Every something outside day. every day. I mean, Amazing. I walked really slowly. It was yeah. more of a shuffle, sure. to be honest, but. From the moment it. I got home, I did it. Even if it was just five minutes. Yeah, um, the block or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. just felt for me, it was something, it was a good way to punctuate the day as well. It's like, okay, I haven't been outside yet. When am I going to do that? And fit that yeah. in between your cups of tea or you're lying down or you're whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's helped and is helping me with my recovery. And I would really recommend it to everybody. Amazing. Think about Think about nature as a healing place. And we know now, research has shown that There are so many benefits to being outdoors. Um, There was one study that showed that if you're outside for 120 minutes a week, that's nothing. That's That's two hours over a week. And this was not one hour followed by another hour. This was across the week. uh, Everybody felt and everybody responded positively from a mental health point of view and a physical That's Um, incredible. When you have 24
0: hours in a day, it's not a great deal of time. Just
2: make half an hour uh, a day to go outside, boost your circadian rhythm, boost your inner hormones, your immune system, sniff up new microbes, which build your immune system. Look at a tree, head to a local park, say hello to the ducks. Just, just do it. it it's, it is, it is where we come from as human yeah, beings. Absolutely, that's how so we've evolved. A return to nature, right? That's yeah, and it's not like a. As you said, we shouldn't make it a big deal. It's yeah. just like make it part of your everyday, staying healthy yeah. routine.
0: It should be normal.
2: It's starting to be prescribed now. There are experiments going on around the UK where doctors are prescribing time outside and walks outside. And I work with a psychotherapist called Jonathan Hoban. He's a friend and a colleague, and we've done some projects together. And he's a walking therapist. So yeah. people go to him with his with their problems. And he used to um, see his patients in an office. And then he started walking therapy, taking them out around various parks and stuff, wherever wherever he's located at the time. And now he doesn't do therapy inside anymore. Everybody goes for a walk with him, and that's how they discuss their problems. And he says that people feel more free when they're discussing their problems. Yeah. It's an easier way to talk, and it's just a better way, a better yeah. environment of healing and talking. Yeah. And and he and I both agree that, that it should be prescribed that we all walk we do outside anyway, right? every day for yeah. 30 minutes.
0: Well, I've noticed in, in work world that we do Quite a few more walking meetings and that might be picking up a coffee or it might be walking to a pub lunch. But that's all good. Um, But you're still it's just being outside in that openness of things. And it's like how conversation flows is totally different as well. So I can see see the benefits. And
2: it's a good way if you're if you're a parent with um, young adults, if you've got teenagers as well, it's a good way to get them to talk. Yeah, they find it easier talking, not face to face and it's not confrontational and it gives them a bit more space and time to talk about stuff. It's a really good good thing to do.
0: Well, Julia, um, if you want people to find, I say find out more about you, I mean it's like Google, they'll find more about you <laughs> where, where would you like to point people I'd, to go today? Well
2: there are there are several places I'd like to point, um, point people in the direction of, one is the Cafe and Caravanning Club website, so head over there become yep. a member, all sorts of benefits if you become a member, uh, you can use one of the fantastic uh, sites uh, yep. over Easter there's also a big festival coming up at the end of the year called Torchlight where there are amazing activities and performances and if you're a member you get a special well it's the only way you can go to that festival Uh, so I definitely recommend checking out that for all families and age groups about
0: 13 years and we we will try and make that this
2: year yeah good try and make it it's going to be great it's going to have lots of new things and it's going to be a really all encompassing lovely warm event for families and and for mates as well it's going to be fun we've got live acts we've got Gabrielle and Sophie Ellis Baxter but there are open open campfires and forest bathing and archery so a lot of good stuff and it's £199 for the whole weekend I guarantee you you won't find another festival for that no, definitely at not. all. To take the family. <laughs> no way. Not. So I would recommend that people check that out. And go okay. to theoutdoorguide.co.uk, which yep. is the website I set up with my sister, which is all about the outdoors. And we're running something at the moment called the Wellies and Waterproofs campaign, which is to get the very basics. Of outdoor gear to young children across the country who can't go outside because they haven't got Amazing. waterproofs and wellies. And that's a huge uh, restriction for a lot of families, a lot of disadvantaged families who haven't got money. You know, yeah. you've got families who it's are struggling,
0: money, yeah, struggling to
2: work out between eating and heating at the moment. Um, and our goal is to provide um, a, uh, 10 sets of waterproofs and wellies to every state school across the UK Amazing. over the next number of years. So you can get involved there if that sounds like something Incredible. you'd like to help with. And def- So they can find out, out on the site? They on the can find out guides. on the Outdoor Guide and yeah. it can be a company. Yep. If you want to provide those kits to your local school mm-hmm. and have all the feel good um, factors that go along with that, we yeah. give you a certificate yeah. and you, know, you become a local hero because you've helped these, yeah. these kids access the outdoors, then you can get involved like that. Or if you want to do a big fundraising walk over the summer for us then that's a great okay. thing to do as well.
0: Amazing. Well, Juliet, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. It's a it. pleasure. And great I to talk to enjoy you. I enjoyed listening to it as well. hope so. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Outside and Active podcast and this episode with Julia Bradbury. If you liked the episode, please do head over to our website, outsideandactive.com forward slash podcast to subscribe so you don't miss an episode of inspiration for the great outdoors. Thank you also to our friends at Pelotech, the blister prevention company. To find out more about them, head over to Pelletec, that's P-E-L-L-I-T-E-C dot And finally, don't forget to enter our competition to win a Mount Slumber Sack worth £130. Head over to outsideinactive.com forward slash mounts hyphen comp to enter before Friday the 13th of May. Until the next time, enjoy the outside.